she just moved to LA, go to UCLA And she drive a Maserati, then she got a body She be tryna party, she be tryna party She just moved to LA, go to UCLA And she drive a Maserati, then she got a body She be tryna party All right, folks. Second part of the weekend slate. UFC 258. This is a pissed off T-Man signing in with Stapes. Pissed off. Why Why am I pissed off? Mostly because we just recorded the first portion of the Heavy Hitter Sports Betting Podcast. Went over very well. I checked my phone, Instagram. Just come to learn that the bout between Kazmat Shemaev and Leon Edwards is off again. Like, Sh- fuck. We've been waiting to see that guy fight ever since, man. He's been on a tear, and we just want to see him fight again. You know what's crazy? He came in, and you know what? He had so many. He had what? I think it was two quick turnaround fights. I think I think he hold he might hold the record for the quickest turnaround in UFC history. Anyways, he got he got COVID nineteen, and now he's been suffering from long term effects as a result of COVID nineteen. So I'm pretty sure he's in the same boat as Cody Garbrandt, who I think was supposed to fight a few uh, months ago, but had the bout postponed yeah he was supposed to fight petra yan had the yeah. bouts postponed because he's been having issues due to covid you know what it, though, it's it's, it's sad it's sad really exactly. at this point you know you kind of put off ufc and you kind of just look at their health and say you know what you know try and figure that out first because you know that's it's your life we're talking about here and that's what's most important so um it's unfortunate they won't get to fight in this uh um in this upcoming uh tilt but uh you know what take care of yourself get healthy and then get back into it. I should also correct myself because hardcore MMA fans are going to rip me apart. It was not Petrian that he was scheduled to fight, but Davison Figueroa. He was going to drop to the flyweight division and fight Davison Figueroa. Uh, that was a fight that fell at the last minute. Just wanted to catch myself there. Anyways, we're coming off a great weekend last weekend. I was going to say, why are you pissed off? But then you brought up that because you, you fucking... You know what? You bounce back here, T-Man. It's something you needed to do, and you did it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know what? We really did bounce back. Um, l- let's look over last weekend, okay? We talked about Benedio Dariush Carlos against Carlos Diego Ferreira. That was a good one. Dariush at the time, was an underdog. I think when the fight initially started, he had closed as the favorite. The money had come in on him. You know what? Close fight, back and forth. Dariush, though, had a bit more experience, was able to make those uh, adjustments mid-fight, took the win away. Clay Guida against Michael Johnson. What did I say? Stay off Michael Johnson. He's going to look like a killer the first round. He's going to lose the next two. Too many chances this guy's got. I was wrong. I was wrong. He lost the first round, 
And then he went on to lose the fight. Clay Guida, he was out striking Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson will go down in history as likely the best uh, 20 and 16 fighter that the UFC has ever seen. This is a guy who should be top five, but just finds a way to lose. It's sad, really. Um, but yeah, Clay Guida, big win. And honestly, as soon as Clay Guida won, I knew to myself I picked the wrong underdog because I had said Frankie Edgar to defeat Corey Sanhagen. <laughs> Performance I knew, of the night. Oh, dear. Corey Sanhagen. You know what? I wasn't too upset because it was a flash KO and those things happen. Uh, but wow, Corey Sanhagen. Yeah, that was very quick. impressive. What, 28 you, seconds in, I believe it was? 100%. You, you hit the nail on the head. And you know what? Corey Sanhagen. Uh, let me give a shout out to him because he takes a loss to Aljamain Sterling back in June 6, 2020. Aljamain Sterling hasn't fought since then. Since that fight, since that loss, he fought Marlon Marias and now Frankie Edgar. In both instances, had a, a TKO win. Um, you know what? Th this is just one of those age-old stories where the fighter who wins rests on his laurels, sits back, demands the title shot. The guy who loses goes and starts getting a winning streak going together. And more attention is given to the, the loser of that fight. And that, that's what I'm thinking. Corey Sanag, and I, I really want to see him fight Petrion. I, I kind of want to see him fight more than Aljamain Sterling. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Even though Aljamain Sterling might be the tougher test for Petrion. Um, that division, it, uh, very exciting. We're getting sidetracked. Okay, main event, Alexander Volkov defeats Alistair Overeem. With ease, T-Man. With ease. And you know what? This was a parlay piece in that absolute degenerate parlay we talked about yeah. in the uh, the part one of this weekend slate. Um, I knew something was up at the start of the week when you said Volkov, eh? We're taking Volkov, eh? Well, you know what? I, I, I was hearing so much about Volkov coming in weeks prior to the fight, too. Um, and it was all about Volkov, right? So... Um, I know there's uh, there's an individual we like to follow there on uh, on Twitter. Shout out to our our guy Die Hard there on Twitter, uh, MMA. He uh, I believe he put what seven units down, uh, six or seven units, yeah, on Volkov. So good yep. for him. Uh, uh, to, got to got him at a good time too. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, Volkov was was the play from the beginning. So um, you gotta like what you saw from Volkov, yeah. Volkov there. And you know what? A lot of what we talked about. It occurred, Volkov straight strikes up the middle, a slower pace as per usual. Volkov isn't really uh, somebody who gets uh, out of sorts when he's fighting. Uh, the only thing that really surprised me was uh, Alistair Overeen crumbled a lot quicker than I expected. I, I did say that Volkov would be my pick and I would be releasing what my official play was because I didn't like his value at the time. I wanted to parlay him. I never ended up parlaying with anybody, so I'm going to just completely disregard that. However, I said over... 1.5 and unfortunately i was about 24 seconds off yeah. over the 1.5 it finished in the second round at two minutes and six seconds um yeah i really i really expected overeem to last a little bit longer um but you know what uh volkov was a slow uh, a slow burn that just completely decimated him overeem really had nothing he had a few big strikes that uh, it scares you when you're watching it because it's heavyweights, right? And you, when when you told me how much you had on the line due to that parlay, I, I was nervous as hell for you. Well, yeah, and it's just it comes within the heavyweight division, right? You look at Alistair Overeem and you get scared, right? The the look of, of that that man, you know what he's done in the past. You know he's he's an older, he's a veteran fighter. Yeah. Um, he has that capability, right? So yeah. there's always that nerve there of. Oh shit! Like, is this gonna go the opposite way of what we're thinking? But uh, yeah, and you know what, Volkov, uh, it was a comfortable win. I'm, I'm really glad uh, 
you know, we both uh, we both had him, and uh, so looking forward to this weekend, team man. I I know you uh, you're you're excited with new plays, and uh, you kind of got that confidence back, that bounce back weekend that you needed um, to get the ball rolling again here. Yep, huge. And honestly, before we get into this weekend. We are still down in the negatives. We are about 1.66 units down, but we are looking to make that back this card. We've got UFC 258, Gilbert Burns against Usman. Obviously, I just read that in reverse. Who gives a shit? Let's get into it. <laughs> First fight we're talking about, Bilal Muhammad against Diego Lima. Let's not overcomplicate this. Bilal Muhammad to win by unanimous decision. I think you can get that valued at 1.72. Yeah. Uh, Bilal Muhammad, I don't know if this is correct, but I think he is the biggest favorite on this card. He is the biggest favorite on this card. Yeah. It's just it, taking a straight-up win. Yes. Diego Lima. Uh, you know what? He is the brother of Douglas Lima, who is in Bellator. Very good fighter. But you know what? He is not like his brother. He is the younger brother who is just not as uh, capable. Um, you know what? It's... It, I'm surprised. You know, he gets a, a KO win over Chad LaPreeze back in 2018. Beats Court McGee in a split decision. Beats Luke Jumo in a split decision. Um, but yeah, it's impressive he's been able to get wins. He's just, I, I don't find him that imp- impressive when I watch him. Bilal Muhammad, I, I like betting him. He is somebody that you know what to expect every time. He, he's a grinder. He's going out there. He's going to use his wrestling. He's going to use his striking. He's going to get the win. It might be dirty. It might be a little grimy. But he will get the win. And you know what? This is a guy who comes out largely gets unanimous decisions or split decisions. Uh, obviously, that's not great to bank on that somebody has done something in the past so often that they're going to do that in the future. But I expect him to get that done here. So I'm thinking there's no value in obviously taking him straight up as a win. I don't even want to include him as a parlay piece. Uh, but you know what? I'll I'll lay some money down on Bilal Muhammad to win by unanimous decision. 1.72. Uh, 1.72. You know what? We're going to put a unit down on that. Official play. Official number play. One. Number one. I'm loving it. Moving on. Now we're going to the main card. Bobby Green against Jim Miller. Okay, team, man, I'm going to stop you right there. A lot of love on Bobby Green. Talk to me. Where is your head at? Yeah, you know what? A lot of love on Bobby Green, and it's completely understandable. But you you, you like this Jim Miller character, don't you? I like Jim Miller. I've been him in the past. We'll get him in, uh, get into him in a second. Bobby Green always suffered from the issue of just not fighting enough. Uh, he'd fight all these extremely close decisions uh, against tough opponents too. Francis Trinaldo, Drecker Close, uh, Lando Venata, um, Dustin Poirier, for God's sakes. Um, Dustin Poirier was not a close, by the way. That that was a KO. But he, he fights these close fights where, uh, they, it, honestly, they could have gone his way in many cases. Since COVID occurred, he comes back. He's on a tear. He fights Clay Guida, Lando Venata, and Alan Patrick. Three unanimous decisions. All in a short span. All in 2020. Fights Tiago Moises. I rewatched that fight about a day or two ago. You know what? I, I kind of thought Bobby Green won it. But I understand why they gave it to Tiago Moises. And this is the problem with Bobby Green. He fights cl- fights that are way too close. He needs to be able to put his foot on the gas and motor down his opponent when he's winning the fight. Unfortunately, he doesn't. He really, he's, he's, too, he's, he's too comfortable in putting his hands down leaning back, getting hit and say, kind of brushing off his shoulder and saying, oh, that didn't hurt. I don't I don't want to bet a fighter like that. And you know, when he came back, I was betting him. I took him against Lando Venata. I took him against Clay Guida. We cashed both those times. Fantastic. But you know what? It was in that Diego Moses. I bet him there. It, it did not go for me. And and we're, we're back to that issue of him having just too close of a fight. So, no, I'm not a fan of that. I don't want anything to deal with that. But you know what? 
Jim Miller, just based on the value, I, I kind of like him here. I, I, I really do. Uh, Jim Miller. 3.0 odds. 3.0 odds. Again, he's being written off because he's a little bit older. He just t- took a loss, loss to Vince Pichel. Uh, and a fight, to be completely honest, uh, uh, Pichel was just too large. It, too strong, was able to control Miller on the ground, uh, control the grappling, something that's usually Miller's bread and butter. Prior to that, this is where I had bet him against Roosevelt Roberts. Gets a submission. Massive underdog comes in in the first round, take, gets a submission. I bet him to win by submission, not only to win by submission, but to win in the first round. Jim Miller has come in as of late and really just blows his load in the first round uh, and then just doesn't fight that well in the last two. But you know what? I feel like this fight is going to be very similar to when he fought Scott Holtzman, where Scott Holtzman just was the better striker, able to put better combinations together. But Jim Miller was in the fight the whole time. Um, Bobby Green has, I understand why he's a favorite. He has the opportunity to win this fight. Um, However, I just, I, I don't really like his line. I think Jim Miller can make this fight a lot closer. Too much, too much of a favorite here. Hundred percent. And you know what the thing is? I think this fight is going to decision. We're going to get into that later. Theme of the week is parlays. This will be a parlay piece. I think this goes to the decision. And I think if you bet Bobby Green or you have Bobby Green in, in a unanimous decision, if you have Bobby Green in a parlay, you're going to be sweating. You're going to be sweating because he fights way too close. And Jim, he's going to give Jim Miller opportunities. So we're going to touch on this later. I would say if you were going to bet this, I like Jim Miller. To be completely honest, I lean that way. That will not be an official play. But who knows? Maybe at the last minute, I'll make that an official play. I'd love to see what they look like on the scale. To be honest, Bobby Green, I'm seeing pictures. He looks in a phenomenal shape. So we'll we'll see. This will be a last-minute play. Perfect. Moving on. We are going to talk about Kelvin Gastelum against Ian Heinish. Well, I'm big on this one, T-Man. I love this play here. Love this fight. Um, I'm excited for what you have to say here. Yeah, you know, you're a bit of an Ian Heinish fan. I like right? Ian Heinish. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been on him a couple times, and uh, you know what? he's He's been good to me. So, um, But you know what? He's got a tough test here in Kelvin. So, I really, I'm leaning Ian Heinish here. I think Kelvin Gaston's too big of a favorite. Yeah. I think Ian Heinish. Good value on Ian Heinish. Exactly. Right? I, I think Ian Heinish does a good mix of grappling as well as striking. Um, Kelvin Gaston, as of late, just really hasn't been able to get the striking going. I know Israel Adesanya had a great performance against, but really couldn't get it going against Darren Till. Um, I could see it being a little bit of a sloppy fight. Ian Heinrich loves to throw kicks up the middle, which seemed to be pretty effective against Kelvin Gaston. I could see this being a sloppy fight. I could see Ian Heinrich using his grappling. And while people will think that Kelvin Gaston is going to stop every takedown, I really don't think he will. He seems to have issues where when people want to press the action and grapple with him. Um, so, yeah, I'm leaning Ian Heinish to win. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to step this up a little bit further because Ian Heinish to win, I think, is 2.87. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're all right. I want Ian Heinish as well to win by decision, oh which I believe my. is valued at five. Am I correct here? Um, I can get you a official mark on that. Yes, you are right. Five odds for Ian Heinish to win by decision. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, I am going to split a unit. I'm doing half a unit on both of those. So you're doing half a unit on Ian Heinish to win at 2.87, and then the other half on Ian Heinish to win by decision at five odds. That's correct. Oh I, my God, I, T-Man. I, I know it's risky. Let's I, go. That fires me up. I, I, I know it's risky, but you you know what? I, I don't, trust me, I, I rode Kelvin Gaslam for a very long time. But he's not a true middleweight at the end of the day. He's a welterweight fighting in the middleweight division. Ian Heinish is going to bring a level of athleticism and size and strength that I think Kelvin's going to struggle with. This is not going to be some old 40-year-old UFC fighter 
who's long in the tooth. Um, it's going to be sloppy. It's probably going to go to a decision. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, Kelvin could, might eat my words. Maybe he blows Ian Heinish out of the water, but no, I, I really don't think so. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, the dog play here. Ian Heinish. Q Ian Heinish. That's this right. This is a big play here. That's right. Love it. All right. And going on to the main event, we got Kamaru Usman against Gilbert Burns. All right. Gilbert Burns. Everybody. Well, not everybody. Lots on Gilbert. A lot of love for Gilbert well, like, Burns. You got to understand with the value, right? And Gilbert Burns, the way he's he's fought in yeah. the last couple. Yeah. 100%. Um, but like, this is a different beast here. Usman. Yeah. This you- is a different animal here. You know what, Uh, to be honest, so these guys used to train together and and a lot's being sold about this whole narrative of, oh, one of them knows who's better. One of them knows who got the better of the the other one inside the gym. I don't know. I'm not buying into that narrative. I I don't know that the two fighters are going into the fight with a pre-concluded notion of who's going to win the fight based on their sparring matches when they were training together. That was something that Daniel Cormier talked about with Ariel Hawani on, on their podcast. Uh, I'm not buying that. Uh, Gilbert Burns is good, though. I, I'll, I'll give him that. I mean, he had an amazing fight against Tyrone Woodley. Prior to that, gets a TKO win over Damian Maya in the first round, something that I don't think a lot of people were expecting. Had a close fight with Gunnar Nelson, but a fight that he handily won. And he had a, a good win over Alexei uh, Konchenko. Uh, it's also worth noting is that since moving up to welterweight, his wins over Alexei Konchenko and Gunnar Nelson were both last minute. He didn't really get, I believe, a full training camp until the Tyrone Woodley fight. Um, yeah, he's looked good. But you know what? It's like you said, he's entering a different beast in Usman. And and to be honest, I find these fighters very similar. They both rely heavily on their grappling. They both have good striking because obviously they're trained by the same striking coach. But I think Usman's just a little bit better. I think Usman is going to have a better cardio. I think Usman is just going to throw a bit more combinations. And I think Usman's going to be able to negate the grappling of Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns at the press conference kind of hinted that he Usman knows he can submit him from anywhere, as if in the training room that he know that he submitted Usman multiple times. I, I have no doubt, but that's training. That's different. That's practice. We talk in practice. We talk in practice. That, We're bringing out little Iverson here. That, that, that That's not actually in the heat of the moment. I think... Usman will be able to dictate where the fight goes. And to be honest, I don't think he's going to want to take it to the ground. I I don't. Or let me clarify. I don't think he's going to let Burns take it to the ground. If he wants to take it to the ground, it'll be on his own um, time. He will be the one dictating it. I think Usman is just better overall. Better overall all around. And when I look at the wins that Gilbert Burns has over Uz- versus Usman, Burns has a win since coming to welterweight over Alexei Konchenko, good striker. Gunnar Nelson didn't really pan out to what we expected him to be. Damian Mayo, once again, long in the tooth, but he's a grappling expert. Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone Woodley, he's a red flag. I just don't think getting a win over Tyrone Woodley means as much as it used to. Usman, on the other hand, we look back on his last few fights. Jorge Masvidal, his most recent win. Colby Covington, Tyrone Woodley, Rafael Dos Anjos, Damian Maya. I put a lot of weight in a win over Colby Covington. To me, Colby Covington, I had bet him that fight, was the wrecking ball, the man to rule over the welterweight division. Not only did he TKO Colby Covington in the last round, I rewatched that fight. He did much better than I previously remembered. I remember thinking, watching that fight, like Colby Covington, if he wins the fifth round, he's going to win this fight. And very well, he could have. I don't remember what the scorecards were. 
But I remember when I rewatched that fight, I thought, wow, okay, Usman did a lot better than I had remembered. Great combination, great kicks. He was getting hit quite a bit, but um, he was able to weather the punches. Uh, there was no wrestling whatsoever during that fight. But, and pretty much by the end of it, Colby was slowing down. Usman was still in the fight, still pushing the pace, something that was really surprising since Colby is the one that's sold as the cardio king. So yeah, I'm, I'm leading Usman. I, I think he's going to win this fight. I'll tell you what, though. I, I don't really like the value in betting Usman straight up. I'm well, not, not going to take that. Uh, you can remind me what that is. Yeah, so Usman straight up is 1.4. Is there anything like, would an Usman win by decision? Uh, does that get you going at that, all? Or that no? gets me going a, a bit more. I, I especially think there's going to be a slow-paced fight. A little bit of value there, 2.25. So you're looking at some plus money there if, if you're interested in an Usman. You, you know what? I, I, I don't really want to take that. Um, but who, you who, know, who knows? You know what? Now, you now I'm thinking it, Burns, Burns is a former teammate. I'm pretty sure they're friends outside. I could see Usman taking it easy on him and just making it last long. No, there's no way. Uh, you, you know this what? It's a professional fight. No, but like. There's, okay. no, there's no friends here. Oh, I, I know. It's just. Did you not mention yeah. something about total rounds? Though? Yeah, but, but here, so here's the thing. We talk dege- uh, parlays, degenerate parlays is really the theme of the week. Um, boom. I got two parlays to lay on you. I love Usman Burns over 2.5. I adore that. I really think the it's going to be slow paced. Usman doesn't fight with a frantic pace. And I think Gilbert Burns might come out frantic, but I, I just don't see it finishing early. And watch me, my words here. But I got th- three parlays to lay on you. The first two are legitimate parlays that I will be laying money down. I'm going to make them two official plays. Two official plays. That's right. I'm going to put a unit on both of them. Okay, let's okay. hear it. Start with the first one. We got the first one as uh, Bobby versus Miller to go the distance. Okay, so that's valued at 1.44. Exactly. And we got Usman Burns to go over 2.5. Combined, that should get you 2.02. Okay, so we're you're just you're just touching plus money there. Um, but that, that again... This is what we talked about in in the earlier podcast with the soccer. Yeah, we're putting two together that are you know you're you're kind of you're cutting it down, making it a little bit more simple, and you're combining them to get plus money. Yeah. So like, yeah, why not take a shot on that? It, right. Exactly. And you know what, uh, Jim Miller, I don't think is going to submit Bobby Green. I mean, Bobby Green was in a few bad positions with Tiago Moises, who is arguably. Uh, a, a better grappler. He was able to survive them. And I don't see Bobby Green being aggressive enough to finish Miller. So I'm liking that going to the desist, uh, distance. And you know what? You take out of the equation who's going to win the fight. Because Bobby Green could lose one of these fights where everybody's up in an uproar that's a robbery. But you don't need to worry because it goes to the decision. Next parlay. Once again, we're taking Usman Burns over 2.5. I should emphasize it's over 2.5. I don't want to take this to fight to go to distance mostly because it's five round there's a lot of opportunity so do you see a little bit of a slower pace here in the first round or two i do taking it easier before i do i i do think it's a bit of a slower round like like i said somebody could come out frantic and when you come out frantic and start making mistakes that's where you get upset but again because they've trained together they both know what each other is good at i I think it's going to be a slow fight and then goes the distance bala muhammad against diego um this one, if you combine them, it's going to be valued at 2.09. Um, if if you are going to 
say I'm only doing one parlay, one or the other, I would probably go with the latter parlay. Um, okay, here's a question though. So you just threw in over 2.5 in the Usman for rounds, right? Yeah. With Muhammad just to go the distance? Just go to the distance. Now, what if you threw in Muhammad win by decision? Because you're saying that's going the distance, that fight, right? That Muhammad? To, to, to tell, tell me what those odds are. Okay, so you're looking at 1.72, right? Yeah. With the Muhammad um, win yeah. by decision. Yeah. And then you had mentioned over 2.5 rounds uh, with Usman and Burns, right? Yeah. You're looking at 2.4, 2.5 odds there. 2.4, that's not bad at all, eh? But, again, we were saying, we were talking about just keeping it simple, right? This is pushing it to the next level. But yeah. But it, do you think Muhammad's going to win the fight? I think Muhammad's going to win the fight. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that, but let's keep it simple here. Okay. Let's keep it simple, okay? Because you know what? I've already got Bilal Muhammad to win. By decision. It, by decision. As an official player. Let's, let's hedge it a bit okay. here. Yep. Let's hedge it, people. Um, I can't even remember how many units I had said that I was going to put down on that. Just one. Just one? Fuck. We might have to up it. I'll keep, keep, keep on track with Twitter, people. All right. Moving on. We got the last play. It is a degenerate one. You know what? You, you inspired me last weekend. You inspired me with that absolute degenerate 10-play parlay. I got a four-play parlay for you. Okay? We got... Over 2.5 on Usman against Burns. All right. Okay. We got Bilal Muhammad against Diego Lima to go to the distance, right? Yeah. Bobby Green versus Jim Miller to go to the distance. All right. Three things we already just talked about. We're throwing in a girl fight here. We're talking Macy Barber against Alexa Grasso. We did not touch on this fight. Yeah. I don't want to discuss the fight, mostly because I actually, I, I really don't know who's going to win. I, I don't know which way to lean. Um, but, but, I like the fight to go the distance. At 1.44. Yep. So you're combining all those, those four plays. That's right. And you know what? When you when you look at the odds on that, let's just make sure I'm correct here. It's 4.38. All right? So you know what? I'm going to put a quarter of a unit down because I'll, I'll get a full fucking unit back. That's right. What's not to love about that? Exactly. Yeah. Let, let me be clear on this though right here. I am heavily relying on Usman Burns. So in to, all to three last. of your parlays, T-Man, you yeah. have over two and a half rounds. That That is the big thing. And and that's what people are going to say. Holy fuck. Like, that's where the risk is really here. But that's your banker. But, that's but, what you're banking But on. that's what I really think. I think uh, Usman, again, it's not good to look back on somebody's record and say they have done this so many times that they're going to do it again. Because that's just how you lose, right? Yeah. You, you know, I, Khalil Roundtree uh, against Marcin Pacino. Marcin Pacino loses three times in a row in the first round, ends up winning the next fight. You know, like that's where you get burned. But let, let's just look at it. Since his UFC career has started, Usman has gone to decision nine times. All right. The majority of his fights go to decision. He's not a fighter that he, he's like Volkov. He's patient. He, he, if the finish presents itself, he's going to go for it. But he's not going to put him out of sorts in order to go get that decision. And because they've trained together, I I think there's going to be a lot of respect. Yeah, I think it's going to be a slow-paced start. So the first round is slow to start. I think that it's going to be a striking uh, affair, largely. I don't know that Burns is going to shoot for a lot of takedowns. I mean, he's used wrestling in all his pa- previous fights. So I would assume he wants to go to his, the wrestling. But I think Usman's going to be able to control him. 
And I think he's going to be able to control him against the fence for the large part and deny takedowns. So over 2.5. Usman did get a late finish against Colby Covington. That was uh, a wear, just wearing Covington out. And that's the one thing that worries me as the fight goes long. Uh, Gilbert Burns has not shown an issue with the gas tank. But if he is on the back foot and let's say his wrestling isn't working, I could see him getting tired. Because let's be honest, they're human at the end of the day. And when what you're trying to do doesn't work, it gasses you out. So I don't love, say, over 3.5 or even just go to the decision, even though the odds are great. Um, and I, I, I do think it would happen. There, there is an increased level of risk. So I want something that I'm confident on, and that's over 2.5. So, T-Man, just to follow up here on everything we've kind of touched based on. Yeah. Muhammad to win by decision. 1.72. That's Boom. an official play. That's an official one play. Unit down. One unit. might get increased. Okay. You know what? Stay tuned to Twitter. You have Ian Heinish to win and Ian Heinish to win by decision. Half, Both half units. Half a unit. And you know what? That, that is risky. Like, let's understand, that's an underdog. Kelvin Gaslin could come out here looking like he's about to blow the, the roof off the building. But you know what? My gut and what I'm thinking is going to happen, I think this is going to be a closer fight than people think. Yeah. I think Ian Heinish is going to have some moments. I I think Ian Heinish could very well win the first round. And then honestly, if Ian Heinish gets around, then it's anyone's game. And then you're right. And then I, you have two... One unit parlays, right? That's that are that's right. That are both over two point something odds. Yes. Okay. So you have over two point five in the Usman fight, and you have for uh, Bobby, Bobby Green, Green and Jim and Mil- Miller to, to go, go the, the distance. Okay. So that is one unit. Not taking a winner here, just to go the distance. That's right. And then your other one is Usman over two and a half rounds. Yep. With Allah Muhammad against Diego. To go the distance. Just to go the distance. Yeah. Forget about the winner. Yeah. And and you know what? I I think the latter one you just mentioned, I think that is the, the riskier play. Okay. Because I could see Bilal Muhammad potentially getting a win. Yeah. In, in the distance, so to speak. So if you're going to bet one of them, I, I would take the former. Team, man, I, I'm not going to lie here. I love your Usman over two and a half rounds with your Bobby Green to go the distance. I, lo- yeah. I love that parlay. Yeah. Um, You know what? That'll be something I might even push for um a little bit more value uh maybe a couple more unit another unit down i'll look into that though uh and you know what the over two the over 2.5 if you like you heard something first portion of the podcast on the the soccer end like if you were going to parlay something with soccer it's the over 2.5 that to to, as you put it it's the banker it's the one that i like i I believe strongly in well that's the thing team we've been talking about this um all day today it's been the parlay pieces, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So we have Usman over two and a half rounds. Yeah. Why not? Why don't we push it to uh, over four and a half rounds or just to go to the distance? No. Keep it simple. Throw in a little bit um, more with something else. Just to keep it simple. Break them down. What do you like? And then go back a little bit. Keep it simple. Add them together. You're going to get plus money. That's what we did in soccer. That's what we're doing here. Let's keep it simple. Let's try and win some money off a couple two-team parlays. Exactly. Let's keep it simple. Let's get back into the green. We're in the red right now. I know, obviously, we get, parlays are risky. You know, the oh, people they will tell you not to do parlays, but but fuck it. We're, we're doing them. Let's get back into the green. Let's have another strong weekend. That's everything we want to discuss about UFC. Once again, 
Follow us on Twitter, HeavyHitters94. You're going to see all the last-minute plays we do. And you know what? We have not been giving as much love to the Heavy Hitters Twitter account as we probably should be. We'll be tweeting more. We're building it into our schedule. Team, you know we're, we're going to win money this weekend. Th- this this is a good weekend. You know what? Yeah. Last weekend was huge. Confidence builder. I'm loving the plays we've got here. Um, honestly, in my mind, none of this shit is going to lose. Even the Heinish one, that's risky. I mean, you're looking five odds on Heinish to win die decision. I'm thinking what it's going to happen. What a play that is. Oh, man. I, I, I I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, you know what? We, we're coming back Monday. It's either going to be a great podcast in the sense we're super positive or we might be a little negative. It doesn't matter. We're gonna have a good weekend. Stapes, once again, a pleasure. Yeah, no, it's been good. Let's uh let's come back here on Monday and you know with a bigger and better bankroll. Fucking A. <laughs>